This podcast does contain spoilers, so if you're okay with that, listen on. If not, pause the podcast, go watch the movie we're about to talk about, and come on back. All right, sweet. Excuse me. Brian, uh, over here. Hey. Pardon me, pardon me. Why don't you have the popcorn? It's starting! Woo! <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Shut up. Shut up and listen to the podcast. Hey! There's a lot out there to see. This is what we watched. But you, you like my my shelves downstairs, right? Yes, those shelves are pretty bad. This is my newest, my current hobby. I'm I, really I get get really into a hobby. Uh-huh. Um, full fledged. Oh my god, I'm gonna do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> Usually, it lasts handful of months. It was dying a disc golf I disc was, before that. Tried. There's a long list of things. It was, my parents. It was, my parents would go back to when I was a uh, in uh, school, and I wanted to play uh, in the band. I desperately wanted to play the oboe. Did oh you my, really? Yeah. No. I actually I wanted to play the bassoon. Right. I think that's the yeah. big one. Yeah. But they wouldn't let me because that's not like a starter um, <laughs> instrument. No, it well, I, was isn't. Chi- I was a child. Uh-huh. Um, so that's that I when had you to play the started. oboe. I had to play the oboe to get to the right uh, bassoon. Right. And I did not enjoy it, weirdly, <laughs> which shocks it, you know. So then I dropped that. Oh. It was a time where I wanted glasses, so I lied and said <laughs> my vision was uh, blurry. That lasted a month. Um, yeah, so uh, building stuff out of wood is uh-huh. currently my uh, hobby. Which and how, and how, long have you, uh, how long have you been building? How long have you been well, handling in this, wood? In this most recent wood phase uh-huh. um, where I did the two different shelves and then the cabinet is probably two months, maybe. So you're getting on your, on that limit. I think so. I yeah, think you're so. about to. But, Can't so, play video games for too long. So, <laughs> I just I'm so ADD. Do you do you like having wood in your hands? I'm sorry, I skipped over your yes, penis joke. absolutely. I'm sorry. Sorry. How we'll dare you? This. I will make three mm. or four different ones until you acknowledge Turn. that I said it. Yes, I like I like playing with wood and cutting wood and right, cool. Hopefully not nailing wood. There you go. There it is. That's the one I was hoping to get to on my own, but I didn't. Um, no, uh, in all seriousness, are you child, are you good? <laughs> uh, yes. And no, I don't really know how to answer that one. Sometimes I feel like I'm okay. And sometimes I, I can't really contain myself around wood in <laughs> no, in all seriousness, I, it, you, yeah, those shelves are really well done, really well done. And I'm jealous that you have space to do it yeah, and, and get good true. at something like that. Um, just just start doing shit outside. You know what what isn't outside is inside. The opposite outside is inside. And that's the the movie that we're about to talk about. <laughs> um but before we talk about inside. Inside. Um we do have to so I think we need we need to update or at least go down the list of um our predictions for for um, uh, a bomb or hit yes. or okay, okay. Pass or smash. Pass. <laughs> um I forgot, I forgot what name we gave it. Uh, oh, success, bomb, break even. That's right. That's right. So we have, let's see. So I like whatever name you just gave it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what? Quantum Mania, mm-hmm. we could probably do, we can do, I think that's been out long enough, or yeah. you think that needs to be? No, I Same think that's been out long enough. Same with Cocaine Bear and maybe uh, Creed 3 also. Honestly, the way that Scream I, has been received, I bet you we could we could knock that one out too if we wanted success. to. But okay, let's do. Let's start with uh, with Quantumania. Quantumania. All right. Let's see. I mean, my initial reaction, mm-hmm. gut reaction, would mm-hmm. be it'd be break even. But 
<clears throat> I mean, do you know, do you remember what the budget was? No. No, I don't. Heard. It almost made half a billion. Has it really almost? Yeah. Well, wow. it's like 440 or 460 or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, reviews, uh, IMDb is 6.4. Rotten mm-hmm. Tomato is? Its budget was estimated around 200 million. 200 million? Mm-hmm. It's already, you know, so it's doubled its More budget. than doubled, yeah. Audience score, 83. Critics, 47. But uh, I really see like this is where we get to what is a success. What is a success? Yes, exactly. It made more money than its budget. It I mean, I don't think all the ratings aren't fantastic, but no, but only, it wasn't entertaining. You know, people definitely came out to see it. We just can call everything a success. No, I don't <laughs> think so. I think honestly, I think that this. Should we just stand our stand our ground on this one? Yeah, because we both will be wrong. Then I, I we'll just do that. Break even, I think, is is good because it's it, it uh, it's a box office success because of it how much is made, but it is a critical and and audience reception bomb. It absolutely is one of the lowest rated, if not the lowest rated, uh, Marvel movies ever. So break even, I think, balances that out. Um, yeah, no, I guess. Okay. So we'll, we'll go break even with that one. Okay. Um, let's see. Next would be cocaine, bear. cocaina, which I mean, this one, again, this feels like a easy success, easy, right? Easy, easy, easy. <laughs> Is that a stroke over there? <clears throat> yeah. This one I think is absolutely a success. Yeah. Hands down. Critics. So. And I don't, I imagine it made a bunch of money enough because like the budget had to have been so tiny. Yeah. Okay. So cocaine bear automatic success. So I get a point on that one. I'm cool with that. Uh, I did break even, didn't I? And I don't understand why. I, did. I don't know why either. Someone, why either. someone rewatch, listen to that, and let me know why I thought that. And I probably was obviously mistaken. Cocaine yeah. Bane made eighty uh, seventy six mil so far. Oh wow! Oh wow! Hmm. Good for good for it. That's very good. I the, think it's still in theaters. I think it's still a limited, limited theatrical release, and then it's going to be fully streaming. But it was a wide release at one point. Yeah, thirty five hundred theaters. Wow, hmm. that was shocking. Pretty Universal. available. All right. So, and then what's the next one? What do you think? Do you want do you want to do Creed three? Do you think we can? Uh, I mean, is the, I don't think it's or is it too early? Because if it's too early for that, then it's definitely too early for Scream six. Well, I mean, it's too early for Scream. It, Scream Six, I think it made its money, and I so I'm assuming that's just going to be a success. And it's like, doesn't necessarily waiting is just going to make it more of a success. Even if stopped stopped now at Cream yeah. at Cream Six, Scream Six, would it not be a success if these were the numbers? I think so, and and not just box office, but I think how it's received. I think that that uh, needs to be taken into account. I mean, I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? No. Have you talked to anybody who has seen it? Yes. How, what does she think about it? Uh, Stephanie loves it. Um, I don't remember the other two people. Okay. Whatever. But they like she it. Liked they it? liked it. Like, yeah. I've heard really good things about it One from the felt, three people. I mean, not one. Five felt such like final to me, and I'm so confused. Yeah. Also, that's the only one in the series that I've seen. That's so weird. I'm sure I've seen the original Scream at some point. Yeah. But I could not say Scream's made 120 mil. Jesus. Yeah. So already. Okay. We'll do yep. that. That's a success. I, no I agree. That's a, oh, wow. We both are super wrong on that one. On that one. We wow. both said bomb. 
Shame on us. Well, so far, everything's successful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't worry. We're we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed, Shazam bombs. (laughs) It's Continues to to bomb. Let me say that again. Um, Okay, so Creed 3, I mean... It's made two hundred and twenty-six mil. Jesus, it's got a, It's made a ton of money. How's uh, how's it being received? In the movie theater. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's my jam. Um, it is. It's well received. Everyone loves it. Yeah, I would. I would call it a success. Breakout! Breakout! Your <laughs> director. Success. What are we doing? Uh, <laughs> You did see it, right? Not yet. Oh, you have. Not yet. No. I I will. um, But you watched the uh, first or second one? Not yet. Okay. Not mind that. Yeah, I know. I know. Cut that out. (laughs) All right, sweet. We should, as as we get closer to the end of the the end of the year movies, Mm -hmm. we maybe will change our opinion on some stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We got more information about um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, the um the the Seth Rogen one. Yeah, comes out at the end of the year. The animated. one that's animated, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't yes. know Seth. I did not realize Seth Rogen was doing it. Yes. And uh, if we talked about it back then, then <laughs> let me know. <laughs> I believe we did, but that because I think that was the only thing we knew about it mm-hmm. was Seth Rogen was making it. But we 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 have more voice actors um, that are in it. Um, I watched the trailer. Mm-hmm. I don't. I assume you haven't watched the trailer. No, I didn't. Um, I didn't know they had the trailer had been released yet. Yeah, I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty recent. Uh, animation style seems interesting. More, much more like drawn um, than a clean like Pixar or anything. Yeah. Um, it is when they're teenagers, definitely. Like cool. they, it looks. It seems like they're just getting into their powers and fighting crime, and it's oh, like cool. it's like a new thing. It's definitely new age because like they're video, they're recording themselves on their phone, like playing with their weapons and stuff and doing cool stuff. And then they're like, okay. oh, that was so cool. And then they I will say uh, they made a joke. What felt like a joke in the trailer that they did it. And instantly I thought of um, Jim Carrey in oh. um, the second pet detective. The one where he gets stabbed by a spear and he's like, ah, <laughs> it's in the boat. Well, yeah. So they don't get that intense, but like they throw a ninja star and it bounces around and it uh-huh. gets into and it hits one of the other ones in the thigh and they're like, ah, <laughs> and then, it, you know, it cuts to something else. So, but, yeah. it, but I instantly went to, oh, I think that's a joke already, sir. Probably. Yes. Or it, yeah, that's a, that's an homage to, to, uh, when right. nature calls the, uh, the cast though, Jackie Chan is a uh, master splinter. Okay. Paul Rudd's in it. Of course. Um, John Cena, Maya nice. Rudolph, Ice Cube. Wow. But I think they're like smaller. No. Yeah, I think they're smaller characters. Cool. Cool. Good for good for that entire cast, I guess. And I don't know. Maybe that yeah, the joke seemed amusing to me. They made him la- made me laugh. That's that's making me think that they might not be a bomb. Because it sounds like it's got some some heart to it. What what's interesting though, because I don't think that I remember hearing that it was a Seth Rogen thing. I really, honestly, don't remember that we talked about that. But his recent comments about uh, Marvel films makes it interesting that it that he's doing this this project. Because he said that Marvel films are mm-hmm. a kids like you know for kids, and he's an adult, and so he doesn't really have an opinion on 
the franchise or or the cinematic universe because it's for kids. Hmm. So he's doing an animated well, movie about teenage I mean, teenagers. He yeah, he didn't say he wouldn't make a Marvel movie. He just says he doesn't watch them. All right. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, that's what he said. Yeah, he said, I, didn't, I don't right. watch them yeah. because he I thinks they're for kids. It's exactly. It's not, but he's going to make a movie for kids. He might not watch it. He might not. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that he wouldn't like want to, to, to make something like that. Oh, so, I mean, I don't yeah. know what the comments were. I'm going off of what you said. No, exactly. And, so and that's exactly he might have said something I, more I wouldn't that long. watch it. So Based on what you said, it just sounds like yeah. he doesn't watch them because they're yeah. kids' movies. Yeah. Um, I think he will cash check from pretty much anyone, <laughs> which is understandable. That good is point. not an attack on him. <laughs> Very good point. Um, and no, I'm not trying to attack him. Because it's Nickelodeon. Oh, he's, I didn't yeah. know it was Nickelodeon either. It's Nickelodeon. So, yes, it's definitely going to be uh, geared towards kids. Um, I hope so, or they're making a huge mistake. Or this is going to be one of the grittiest, bloodiest, most amazing cartoons ever. It's not. It's not. Based it off be. of the trailer that I saw, unfortunately. <laughs> that hey, would be cool. You well, also thought that uh, 65 was a Jurassic Park very good point (laughs) don't base your assumption off the trailer at the first trailer i would have told you oppenheimer was gonna be black and white so ah yeah come very far from that still getting new trailers for that i'm like oh my god i don't need 16 trailers for that i needed the first one when it was only in black and white i was excited for it back then i don't need it i personally would you have been annoyed if you showed up and it wasn't black and white no i would have been i would have been surprised i'd be like oh i i assumed it was also in black and white would you have been annoyed if you didn't know anything else? I like colors. I think the which last... Which might be as weird. <laughs> I like colors. I think the Black and last... white is included in that, but I like the in-between ones, you, too. You like all the other ones, mm-hmm. the, the, the spectrum of it, the rainbow. So you like Skittles, then? Prefer... Interesting. I think I would eat Skittles over M&M's. M and peanut butter M and M's though are the greatest things that's ever been created. Not peanut M and M's. Those peanut are disgusting. Butter, really? Yes. I love peanut M and M's. Yeah, that makes sense. That I checks hate out. you. <laughs> peanut butter M and M's are better than. I don't know if I've actually tried the peanut butter ones. <laughs> what? I know. Bullshit. I've seen them, but I don't know Bullshit. that I. Bullshit. Do I have any? No, I don't. <laughs> it's like I will absolutely How, try you it because never. I don't know. I just don't. It, what's your mom likes a uh, peanut? ones no 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 it's it's so you sought out peanut m&ms also how are you now allergic to peanuts you're allergic to everything peanuts would be included in that it used to be oh used to yeah that's why yeah you're just a whole new world whole new boy um i know it touching on that it's the boy less about damn it it's less about we're no longer talking about the wood it's uh more i have sensitivities and intolerances and less actual allergies. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Are the, you're just are thing. you specifying this, or are there actual medical? No, like, there's actual, those are the different. Yeah, there is. There is actually different tiers. Do you of, have a sheet somewhere that lists all of them? Uh, somewhere, somewhere. Because if you just forgot, if it's not listed <laughs> somewhere, interesting. Yeah, it's it's. Do you update but, it? How um, often yes. does that get? When's the last time you went to the doctor? <laughs> <laughs> Which doctor are we talking? I was about, about to say. I feel like you go to a lot of doctors. Yeah. Uh, the last time I went and saw my uh, specialist was Ag- allergy specialist. Yes, my my well, my gastroenterologist um, was 2021, 2020, okay. You should go again just to make sure. Um, when do you? Uh-huh. Yeah, go the ahead, procedure is ridiculously expensive. Yeah, I would assume so. <laughs> a very uh, specialized doctor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I imagine they got to make their money when they can. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I don't remember the last time I went to see a primary care physician. So, yeah, I, I'm due for a routine checkup. I haven't told, I couldn't tell you the last time I went to a doctor. So, um, yes, Anyways. peanut M&Ms <laughs> I enjoy very much. <laughs> Actually, my niece had a very severe peanut allergy when she was born and has since grown out of it, but she has to eat at least 20 uh, peanut M&Ms a day for the rest of her life. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> has to eat 20? Di- was the note made out of crayons? <laughs> I am doctor. The note was made out of gives. Gives. Why? So yeah. So also um, just something peanut or M M&M and M specifically. I think eventually that seems insane it can just, if it's just, right, just peanut M and M's. I think that's just to ease her into eating peanuts again. Because for her whole life, it was don't even fucking think about them because you will die if you have, if, if you ingest like it. an easier system would be have a jar of peanut butter somewhere and just yeah. spread a little bit more. No, I, it's something about, it's something about the amount. <laughs> that, that's the whole thing is she has to have enough. Uh-huh. So that tolerance. Yeah, but I feel like know. having a jar of peanut butter is easier to regulate how much she gets rather than M&Ms. You would think so. You would think so. I would. That's why I said yeah. it. But no. You would be wrong. Or at least, like I said, because she's only about to be 12 this year. Um, So I I think it's the the candy factor is is trying. They're trying to use the candy factor to uh, entice her to eat something that she has been told to never eat. um, Because she's exactly she's gone through. We've changed our mind. Put it in your mouth. Exactly. No, 100 percent. Peanut butter is good. So peanut butter is great. Tastes Um, good. Do you I'm I'm Uh assuming you like chunky peanut butter. No, not really. Oh, I don't know I why prefer. I made that assumption. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I just, I, ha- I had this feeling like, yeah, you would be the one to oh, eat chunky a, peanut butter. Oh, yeah. I you, don't know. I, don't I do know look why. like one of those people. I understand yeah, that. Yeah. Everybody says that. I don't. It's a common thing. Uh, yeah, not really. Do you get stopped I mean, on, let's be when honest, you're walking down the street? I don't eat just like straight peanut butter that often. <laughs> They're usually in something else. Do you, uh, what else? Because the only thing Reese's that, cups? Oh, oh, I like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Sure. No, no I don't like jelly. What about preserves? I discovered great preserves frankly, recently. I don't know if I've ever oh had one, God. but I'm gonna willing to bet that I don't like it. It's like jelly, but no, but but a little bit thicker and not as sweet, and tastes much better. I like sugar, so jelly's your guy. Hey, yeah. Um, what do you think we were talking about? Fuck if I know how we got there. Um, I wish I could tell you. All right, let's just jump. We're just awkwardly going <laughs> to jump to. Welcome to what we watch. This is a podcast where we talk about. Sometimes we talk about movies and what we and eventually watching things. But I think at this point we talk about. I movies honestly so much. don't know how we got to there. I'm really trying. I'm I'm excited for you to listen back and tell me. <laughs> this is the inception of it because uh, it had to do with inside. <laughs> you know who doesn't like to be outside is. Uh, bugs and spiders and sometimes people don't like to be outside so where do they go when they don't want to be outside they go inside underground oh, damn it. <laughs> which damn is it. a form of oh sorry take two <laughs> inside inside good job Matt. That's... thank you now i don't know if you know this but this is the movie we're gonna be talking about this week is... oh shit yeah i know i know i know yeah. his, his name is nemo i didn't know his name is nemo <laughs> i did i don't remember him nemo? ever saying it either yeah his name is Nemo. That's um, weird. Why would you make? Why would you name him Nemo? Because uh, he ate fish. <clears throat> no. Well, okay. I could go with that because there was a clownfish 
in the in the tank. Could go with that. I don't like that. But because I think it's because Willem Dafoe has played so many different roles. Was he in Finding Nemo? Yes, I'm sure he was. He absolutely was. 100% was. Do you know what role it was? Because it came to me not I that long it, ago. It's the big fish. And the hoo ha ha Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. He was Gil. I don't oh, remember. I couldn't have told you his I name. I don't remember. I've seen it hundreds of times. Not necessarily of my own volition. <laughs> okay. So anyways, it's a weird name. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, so it could be that. But what I was going to go with is because Willem Dafoe has played so many different roles, he can really mold himself into anything. And sometimes he acts a little bit clownish. I like the uh, he just ate a clownfish when he was a child and his parents changed his name. Do you think that's his code name? Because the only other two characters he actually talks to are uh, number one, number two and number three over over the radio. Yeah, well, he calls it number three. Yeah, I guess I never realized that those are two different. I thought he was calling the same person. I thought so, too. But then in the credits, there's a number two and a number three. So somebody well, there might have been. a Oh, there might have been somebody else on the walkie and he only talks to number or cut, three or someone's part got cut. But I, I it's hard to tell because I thought it was just number three. I thought I, I, I am willing to wager that it is. How much? One finger Two. one peanut M&M. That's not enough for me. I want Ten pe- peanut, peanut, M&Ms. Butter, peanut butter, peanut butter, peanut butter, M&Ms. peanut butter. Okay, fair. Now we're talking. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I, I wonder if that's his code name. And why they gave him a name at well, all? They wouldn't, wouldn't they call him number one? Unless he isn't number one. Number four. Now I'm thinking Maybe kids he's next like number door. fifteen. Now I'm thinking like kids next door, like number uh, one, number wow. two. Yeah. Wow. Haven't yeah. Thought about that in a while. Right. Right. Don't ask me where that one came from. Probably the number number one, number two thing. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's funny. <clears throat> all right. So. What we watched. What we watched. <laughs> um, okay, what do you think overall? Overall, I I liked it. I really enjoyed it, and and I really liked the, his, seeing his slow descent into insanity. The whole uh, metaphor for art and life thing, it got a little bit a little bit heavy handed and a little bit um, outrageous at times. But I just I personally really enjoyed watching Willem Dafoe try his best at every possible way to uh, escape the building except using the chisel ha- hammer and chisel on the fucking glass i mean how is that not the first and i'm not saying the glass like to jump out and no, kill no, no, yourself no. like to get onto the patio on any of it i see that my big thing and so what do you think of it overall I, well my thing that just immediately was annoyed me was just like i don't believe if it was me I I believe I could escape that place. Really, I truly do. Okay. Because frankly, like you said, yeah, dumbass. That's not how you break, try and break glass. You don't throw a blunt fucking object at it. Yeah, like are you stu- like so many things drove it's me. Not crazy. the movies. So many things drove me crazy. He was not that smart. Like it would bug the hell out of me. Right. Um, he was very intuitive, though. You're right. He I don't think he was very intelligent, but he was very resourceful. Very very resourceful. Eventually. When he's there for like a month or whatever. <laughs> How much uh, time do you think it passed? Because I, I don't know. I I mean, I think a month maybe. At least. Well, because it was like... So, there was fireworks. Uh-huh. And frankly, they only do realistically fireworks at two different places. Uh, New Year's and Fourth of July. Right? Citywide? I would say, yeah. I mean, I... I was thinking Christmas time, but no, I went immediately to... New Year's. You don't go downtown for the Christmas fireworks? I some people 
have them. Is Some people let them off. I don't know if that's a thing. It's, it's not. Um, it's not a. It's. It shouldn't be a thing. And then it was. And then it only started to snow at the end. So yeah, yeah. This pile of poo wasn't that big. Oh, uh, if we count, how the did he poo, drain that water? What his poo water? Like, how did he drain the water out of that pool? I thought that was a. I thought that was the bathtub. Oh, you thought that was bathtub? I thought that was the the main pool in like the main room where he was sitting in at one yeah. point. No, no, gotcha. Because it was right next to the bath, the toilet. I didn't. Yeah, I did not catch that when he was he was squatting. Because also, again, when it was early on and he peed in there, I was like, yeah. dude, now your DNA's there. Like, what are you doing? Right. I said the same thing. I'm like, ah, like there's no way you're escaping know. this, even if you get out, man. Right. <laughs> um, I think directors need to start catching up with these actors because again, we're going to talk about. Amazing acting mm-hmm. by William Defoe. Mm-hmm. Um, Incredible. I don't think the rest of it was fantastic. I mean, I thought it was a, it was a fantastic short. I would have loved it as a short, but I I, at some point I was like, okay. I definitely went. Oh, we're immediate. Like the first thing we see after the the montage and like uh, so, I enjoyed the the voiceover. I loved that. Loved his the, from the very beginning. Just enjoyed that kind of putting us in his headspace. And then setting up the apartment, setting up the world and the stasis with those static shots, I thought was really good because we just immediately jumped into, okay, he's, he's in, he's, he's broken in, and now he's going to go steal shit and things are going to go wrong. But once I realized that that, he, that was it, we were already in there and we're never going to leave, I went, I don't know if I can do this for almost two hours. Like, what are we going to do? What is he going to do? What obstacles are, are, are they going to create for him and how is he going to overcome them? And is it going to be creative enough to hold my attention? I think they did a good enough job to hold my, my attention personally the whole way through. There were definitely times when it dragged and when I went, all right, I feel like you didn't need to go over all of this. But I thought it was interesting uh, the ways that, that they uh, yeah, made him. You they know, didn't keep my attention the whole the whole way through. Yeah. Um. At some points, it was I, I. I just don't need this. The style is very slow in general. The style that it's shot, like I personally don't think I need shots of watching him pee into the bathroom, into the yeah. uh, toilet, or for that long. Well, like, like the joke of it, of it, like uh, pittering to start and then going. It's fine, see, but then cut. I, like, I don't I, know. I, the joke. I don't know, like how jokey that really is. It just feels very just unnecessary. There's stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's not mm-hmm. my necessarily. Mm-hmm style if it was shorter some parts were very interesting like i get he was going to heaven basically at the end um do you was, think do you think that he he was dead he's definitely dead you think he you think he killed himself oh i assume that they would have showed him showed okay. him hanging himself so you think he actually didn't. didn't leave no 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 hell no he did not leave okay even to the basic of this man can barely move and did he pull himself up through a a vent right like i saw the vent it was like straight up and it wasn't a lip right there even if it was a lip right there you think that man was pulling himself up over a ledge he just busted his leg he's like quivering he looks fucking uh like he's about to die i thought i thought that that was gonna be this is either happening or i'm killing myself well i that was what i what i was going with and when the the glass or the 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 uh window fell down and he threw it down I thought, oh, okay, he did escape. 
But I absolutely agree. Like, but then what? Well, but then how is how is he going to get down? Who's going to see him? He's on the roof now. Okay, then what? But like, here's the problem: is it's all a symbolism. Yeah, the whole yeah. movie is ton of symbolism. Which you know, it was very high intellect, smart. I don't think there is giant you know gaps in that side of everything. Sure. Of, um, but that's why it's like I don't think it was. Uh, it was a symbolism to me of him going to the afterlife because okay. I mean, when even when they cut to a low angle shot of it, looking up this this to- like ba- Tower of Babylon mm-hmm. fucking uh, thing that he built to try and escape into this white, you can't see through it. It's so like peaceful. It's clearly yeah. like come on. Yeah. So it's like that's not is that not real then? So then what isn't like real real? If that's a symbolism for him like going to the afterlife. And so what so, is yeah. real and what isn't real? Well, and, like we didn't see it because it's not real because it's a symbolism, but then it really did happen in yeah. the movie. Yeah. You know, crap like that. And that, and that is where it gets to that in how did you interpret it kind of, you know, territory where there isn't necessarily a right or a wrong answer. It's kind of up to the, the audience's interpretation in that aspect of did he survive? Did he not? You know, what it, it is it what's real? What isn't real? Um, and I think because that that's part of the point of this guy is going insane. He may have been a little bit kooky to begin with, but being locked up and being not just locked up, but being isolated for that long, you know, he definitely doesn't have a wits about him. How long? I'd say I honestly, I'd say probably two or three months. I, I, I think that he exhausted every ounce of of resource in that place. I don't know how he would survive that long. So a month definitely feels right, but I would say it could be two to three months. Hmm. But it was hard to tell the passage, passage, passage of time, which again, I liked that they were vague about all of this. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's definitely the style and that's yeah. how they, they made, I think they made, they definitely made the movie they wanted and they mm-hmm. successfully sh- did the project the way they wanted. Yeah. I would hundred um, percent agree with you. I don't think, there are necessarily like mistakes like 65 it was bad, poor writing mm-hmm. this one is just more of i don't know if the writing necessarily but just the whole the whole concept as a whole took to i don't know if a concept well, as a whole i want to say i don't know how exactly how i, I want to put it because because 65 was written uh by by two people who met when they were kids and like immediately were like we want to do some kind of dinosaur movie. They were like, we we don't think that Spielberg and Universal should have a stranglehold. And this on is this. what that's what they and that's what they what they came okay. right. I I agree. I that's agree. A... Um, but the the inside was based on an idea by the director and written by an by a screenwriter. So this one, I think you put it perfectly. They made they made the movie they wanted to make. Hell yeah. Um, let's see what else. Uh it's interesting that you mentioned symbolism because the contraption that he built, the the tower, um, was, was yeah, the, the tower of Babylon was was really supposed to symbolize a pyramid because they were trying to to throw as much human history in as they could. So the 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 whole pyramid thing, right? I, I like that. I think it is much more of a tower of Babylon getting to heaven than a pyramid um, that he built. So I agree with you there. Yeah, pyramid. Seems but more, the, they said pyramid and they said pyramid but i think what what they meant is is the apartment 
is the pyramid, not not the. Um, yeah, you tell me what the director meant, <laughs> what the writer meant. Well, the, well, because the the apartment, the owner thinks of himself in that kind of way, because back when uh, the Egyptians mm. were building pyramids, it was for the rulers to uh, in, entomb their wealth with them to the afterlife. And if anybody wanted to try and steal it, the pyramid was meant to be a maze and to be something that they would not be able to escape from. Like hypothetically, if someone had like, for example, Mm -hmm. somebody, Oh, it's, this is a perfect example. Someone breaks into the pyramid, steals a bunch of gold, puts in knapsacks. He's like on the way out. He takes the knapsack, puts it on a big lever Mm -hmm. or something. That's just like on the wall. Uh And then it, 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 um, triggers and then the whole thing comes crashing down and like squishing and trapping everybody that's in it except for brendan fraser gets out with the other ones they all escape but then benny gets trapped in the pyramid okay so he is essentially nemo in this situation he is william defoe and i honestly now that we're thinking about i think william (laughs) defoe would have been a great benny but uh essentially so that makes sense. That's what that lever is for. That lever is for. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Essentially, uh, it, in so many words, I would say, yeah, that, that's a pretty. No, um, but in reality, that is very. Think about that it. is very correct. Of, <laughs> I uh, now that you say, it, I have a feeling this movie it will grow on me a little bit. I still don't think I'm gonna. I don't think it's gonna have high as high ratings as um, you or when people tell me that I'm stupid for not liking it. <laughs> I don't think uh, that it's well, you that... didn't. You didn't. Did you understand it though? You, I... I, here, let me. Oh, okay. Let me go through all mm-hmm. this stuff. Well, that's, that's what I'm going to be told. Oh, I'm super excited. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to be because told I that if like, I didn't understand it. I feel like it. I I wouldn't say that you, you're stupid for not liking it or or dumb for not understanding it. I feel like it is very conceptual. It's very symbolic and it's very metaphorical. Be and it, and it challenges you to really think and really watch more than just one person. Which is very interesting because it is only a, uh, essentially a solo act, um, a single, uh, a one man show, but there's so much more going on around it, and so I, I wouldn't fault you or anybody else for not enjoying it or not even getting what they were trying to go for because I really didn't personally I didn't think about the pyramid thing and, and the tomb and, and all of that until I started doing a little bit of research in that and a lot more made sense. I don't like movies that I have to do research and I, for and him I, to explain it to me. I 100% agree with but you. I 100% agree Now that he, now that he says that, I'm like, okay, the guy, the owner of the apartment, is yeah. that's his pyramid. Yeah. When someone tries to steal something, gets locked in. Yeah. I love so, Benny. So, I, and, and, and I don't know what more they could have done. I love Benny. I got that. <laughs> I don't know what more they could have done to make it uh, more obvious without being too on the nose and giving it away because I feel like it's borderline already on the well, nose. So here's the thing, though: if if they had told me that during the movie, mm-hmm. that doesn't change my feeling on the movie. Gotcha. As a whole, gotcha. Like that one tiny thing. It's not like I got to the end and was like, well, I really wanted the owner of the apartment to have a metaphor <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't it. But uh, I uh-huh. I did catch something that when um when Nemo found the, the can of whatever it was before he ate the dog food, he's looking for the can opener. He's fucking guy doesn't have a goddamn can, can opener near the end. When we're looking at his shrine, there's a fucking can opener right there. Oh, really? I interesting. That, I did that not did notice that. Me. I don't know why that just popped into my mind, but that did irritate the piss out of me. That, well, that also irritated me because I was like, it's not that hard to open a can dude. 
That too. Con- that too. You you are a thief, and you have done this much already. As someone who sucks at opening cans with can openers, <laughs> I have stabbed open many of cans. That's right. We did. Yeah. We did have that conversation. And then everybody shamed me. Um, um, everybody but me. Well, no, you were able to open cans. You were like, "Oh, I'm so good at opening cans." <laughs> like, All right, God, I didn't realize it was like this I big wasn't thing. Rubbing it in or anything. I'm just, you know, better at something than you are. Why didn't he put like an SOS in the window? Oh, yeah. There's so many buildings over there. Yeah. Gigantic Plenty SOS. Plenty of papers. At some point, someone's going to notice. Plenty, right? So, Especially that helicopter that ke- that kept coming uh, ahead. Was that real? I don't know. That's that a, was his... Well, or is that... I, in my mind... I thought that was, his, that was the, the thieves, because I think that was the first sound we heard yeah, so that's before why, he dropped in. That's why I was like, is was it in his mind him hoping that they were coming back? Kind of. Oh, and not that, actually there. I got you. Very true. I'm assuming, uh, so I'm assuming how he got in or whatever. Mm-hmm. He went in the helicopter. They dropped him onto his little outdoor area. Mm-hmm. He cut through the net and then he walked in a door that we- right. weirdly, I guess they unlocked it then. Yes. And then that locked remotely. behind him, I, I assume. I yes. hope. Well, no. So it, it was unlocked and then the alarm was going off. He disarmed the alarm. It was all unlocked, but it was only unlocked for seven minutes. Well, then everything got locked down. Until and then that was locked behind him. Yes. And then that door closed. I don't know. I find it hard to believe that if I was in that in that building, that room, I wouldn't be able to get out somehow. I again. With all the time in the world? Yes. I'm getting out. I Kidding again me? hearken back to when he finally gets up to the, the top of his of his tower and starts chipping away at the edge. through a concrete wall at that time exactly. instead of being on top of a tower. Why would you use your the side why wall? Why would you use your knife, your pocket knife essentially, to chip through that fucking wood, giant wood door? Yeah. And not the chisel that you haven't, that, that's one of the biggest plot holes. So I take that previous comment back. <laughs> that one, yeah, there were a few things that uh, I could definitely pick apart that make no sense. Why did he raw fish? When he could make a fire the whole time? Yeah. That's a great question. I, also I was, was irritated I was by like, that how? by the end, too. I was like, dude, this is the first time you made a fire. This is the I first was, time we're seeing a magnifying glass. I like, was like, I, I was at this point, You, I assume you just can't make fire, because I don't understand why they make it immediately. Yeah. Or how a thief doesn't have Start burning a lighter. Start pliers. Anything? Maybe he could have pliers and those uh, fucking bolts would have been gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he would, did not uh, fill the role of maintenance worker very well. God. That thief was uh, not not well prepared to to steal. He was ready to draw, <laughs> though. That was the only thing. He... <laughs> yeah, he kept his sketchbook. Did you not listen to him? <laughs> so I, I know, right? I would assume that that dude is going to make so much money off of that apartment. The whole time I'm watching, I'm like, this dude could like turn this into a museum yeah. like this is where this dude died this is where he was shitting look yeah. at this drawing he's gonna I, make so much money well, off of i it. mean just, so he did the opposite of what he wanted <laughs> well just just i mean thinking about what an artist would would think coming back into that going the fuck happened here this is beautiful it I stinks think, but it's beautiful i think his first thing is where are my paintings oh okay now i still have all my paintings <laughs> this is weirdly beautiful right and they what start the selling tickets for people to go. They have they have a party there, and it's an event. Yeah. So did did you get the whole the whole metaphor like like the the overarching metaphor for the entire movie? Because I didn't get it, and I'm shocked I didn't get it until I read it. Overarching metaphor. Yeah. Life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> uh, wrong movie. No. 
Sorry. So yeah, so uh, the overarching metaphor or, or, or theme is that art is, there's no actual use to art when it comes to survival. Art is a way of communicating and putting a price on, on something like that is uh, basically useless and serves no purpose. So if the only thing that you're after in life is to make money off of art or to uh, not view art the way that it's intended to be viewed, there there's no purpose to it because it, it, it can't serve you when you need it most. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I understand... I understand the metaphor and where that fit into the movie. Now that you say that, you know, he's the artist he's, and like we talked about, he's pretty dumb. Right. Um, because he's an artist <laughs> and of all the stuff, that's what he kept. Yeah. I feel like you can kind of translate to a lot of professions. I don't know. Garbage man. Very useful. Yeah. Does it teach you survivors survival skills? Not necessarily. No. Okay. It teaches you how to get rid of waste. I mean, if you're trapped in an apartment, I don't think that really helps you too much. I don't think exactly, yeah. So I feel like that translates to a lot of professions. Yeah, it it, the 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 metaphor, the the point of the movie is to make Nemo question the importance of art and its role in our existence. And I don't know what how I didn't get that takeaway because, or maybe I didn't. It was just in in the background, or or maybe I was just I was looking for something else. I was watching. The performance I was watching, um, and and maybe looking for a deeper connection with just just the one person, and not thinking in more broad terms, uh, because thinking back on it, it absolutely is that of, um, you know, the, the this thief jumps in right, he's gonna gonna get three paintings, and they're gonna have a giant payday. It's gonna be great. They're they're gonna move on with their life, and then the minute that that he gets trapped in all of those paintings lose their entire value. Like they, they, mm. they're not worth $3 million, right? They're not worth 10 cents. They're not worth anything to, because I mean to him, but yeah. to him, exactly. Um, were those oranges that he threw at the window? Like concrete. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were, con- but was that because they were actually oranges and they were molded over? Cause I thought, Fruit when it molded, it got squishy and gross and brown yes. and uh, shriveled. Well, I think it was so art. That, okay, okay. <laughs> I think it was art. Thanks. I think it was literally like a concrete ball <laughs> painted like an orange for reasons. Whatever <laughs> for reasons, I like that. Um, because they probably paid a lot of money for it. Yeah, yeah. Or he made it, but and then, somebody else would. Pay and a lot yet of money again, for it. it became useless because exactly. he threw a blunt object at a window and was like, which well, looked like it was bulletproof, huh? I guess I'll never try to break this window again. I know. Not <laughs> once. God damn Clearly it. I should go through the ceiling. <laughs> I don't know. That was, yeah. Um, I did really like um, the the back room where he finally got like in into the closet and broken through. Oh, scared the shit out of him. Scared the shit out of him. That would scare the shit out of me too. Absolutely it would. Uh, which further hammers home the point that it's a pyramid, uh, a literal tomb. Of, Literally pyramid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell me, I, I don't believe you if you're going to tell me, but tell me that you didn't, the first thought you, didn't. you had when he's walking through the walls and the green lights coming down, you didn't immediately think Green Goblin? Uh, yeah, I thought that was weird. Yeah. I, I was like, is he going to do the voice? Right. <laughs> there were a couple times he was laughing. I'm like, oh, that seems a little Goblin-esque. Ooh, um, bad acting then. 
because Ooh. he redid the almost um, almost okay sorry yeah, exactly yes I, I did have that thought also but at that point i was kind of bored you know <laughs> <laughs> it was good it was it was i thank god something was happening something, I was pumped something yeah, was happening. something different was going on and that's something they, they talked about that that um that was intentionally put in there at that exact time because it they they felt it needed to be broken up with everything else and and to see something new which i fully agree with but then he's like they actually call out he's like but we didn't like intentionally make it green just because he played the green goblin <laughs> i'm like ah you're starting to make it sound like you did i I'm, i imagine they just didn't think about it and then somebody in the editing room yeah. was like haha green goblin like fuck god damn it can we change it in post? <laughs> I mean, we could. It's going to look like shit. Damn it. Whatever. Just leave it. Fucking leave it. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I just want to want to touch on, because we, we've talked about Defoe's performance a little bit, but can we just examine how amazing this actor is just, just a little bit? Because every role that he's in, I feel like just ups the role he was in previously. Like he, he just continues to outdo himself and continues to prove that He's so malleable to whatever the needs of the of the uh, story is, and he really comes in and looks at it from. Um, there was an interview he did. He said, I, "I I wasn't looking at the at the character. I was looking at the situation. So if you put somebody in in this situation, how are they going to react?" And that helped inform the choices I made when playing the character. I think he's a very good like niche actor where he's very good at that what he very good at picking his um his roles yeah and casting yeah because i think he is fantastic in that weird off the deep end uh style of acting and stuff yeah you know yeah. a little bit <clears throat> off the wall i don't know all the different roles he can do but i feel like i usually see him in these mm-hmm. types of roles mm-hmm. and they're perfect and he's perfect for them and he's fantastic and in, in uh that aspect, at I, least, I agree, hundred percent agree with you. Absolutely, didn't really think about the typecast thing. You're you're more right than I'd like to admit. <laughs> well, you know, whatever. Who gives a shit? But but he it, fits the role. Why he, would exactly? He's, I mean. he's excellent at that role. Hundred uh, percent of of being a little bit insane. Mm-hmm. I think he came <laughs> a little pre pre insane. <laughs> I think so too. I think so too. I mean, you have to be a little bit insane to uh, rappel down from a helicopter. Break into an to an and multi-million then, dollar house. And then not be able to do anything <laughs> after that. And then just be fucked. I know, right? Did he rappel down or did they just, did he parachute or did he? I think they probably just pushed Or did they, they land? I think they were getting ready to be like, all right, so here's the plan. Uh, we're going to, uh, oh shit, he just jumped. There's no parachute. <laughs> There's, all right, good we luck. We were going to go inside with him. <laughs> I love that idea. We were going to go inside. Get it, guys? That's the movie? Ah! And then that's as they helicopter yeah. away. They're ha, <laughs> uh, You ready to rate Escape Room the movie? Escape. Escape. Yeah, I'm down to, I think, I mean, it's going to be rate. I'm going to rate it higher than I think I, you know, let on at the beginning. We're, we're intended to. I mean, it's to. definitely, but no, not intended to, but it's definitely above like 65. Like I definitely. Uh, I agree. I'm in the. I would agree with that myself. I'm in the seven range right now, personally. Oh, I don't know. Lord. Do you know what you want to rate? Yeah, I'm, Grade, I'm, rate, I grade. think so. I mean, the sevens, I could probably seem, could probably make a case to go into the low eights, high sevens, low eights around that. Um, because 
I I really liked the, the you know the the some the symbolism the art was fantastic. Defoe's performance was just godlike. Um, the fact that it still was compelling and believable for being in a single location and and uh, one actor for an hour and forty five minutes or an hour and a half or however long it was. I thought it was pretty damn good overall. You know, it had, it had some some spots that uh, you helped me realize that needed some improvement. Because yesterday I was definitely on the this is a real this is this, this is, is going to get forgotten when it comes to awards season. Oscar season. Yeah, I will 100%. I will say I was like I can't imagine, but Willem might be able to like talked about getting nominated for best. But I can't imagine him winning anything. Like, I, I, I if think it was that it later, would be, it'd be, he'd have a better chance. But. I agree. I absolutely agree. I I think it's criminal that it wouldn't at least be in the conversation for something. For, like for, for him? him, for best actor, for best score, for production design. I think it'd be criminal for those three categories to not be at least meant, or this movie to not be mentioned in those. The bold statement considering the, it's March. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And that's what I mean. Like, it's so early. I feel like it's going to get sh- lost in the shuffle. So, um, I think we are also, how many good movies has come out this year? How many great movies have come out this year? Not that many. And <clears throat> I think there might be a little bit Not of that many. something good. Please come out. That's true. That too. Um, so I think I'm going to go seven and three quarters out of 10. Seven and three quarters. 7.75. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm looking to see where my other seven, seven, five. So yeah, around the menu and smile, and the whale, sounds about right. Almost feel like that's a little bit too low, but um, I think I am. I think I'm on the level of. I think I'm going to just stick with a seven flat. I okay. think it's it's not as good as the menu. Okay. I'm going to put it on like the smile level with um. I think it is, it's growing on me slowly. Uh, if I see it again, maybe I will. But I think seven is the peak. Yeah. Because especially if I go see it again and I'd like it a little bit more, I think seven's the peak where it's at. Um, not as good as, say, Tenant, obviously. Um, but, you know, definitely better than The Whale and whatnot. Which is perfect. Because Willem Dafoe is going to win the uh, best actor. I mean, right there. There it is. There it is. You you have one actor carrying the entire film on his shoulders, and quite literally. Cool. Uh, Thanks for listening. I would like to leave now, Brandon. You are not allowed to leave ever. Check out my phone and bone. All night long. All night. Okay, I am now recording. You are now. We may proceed. Okay. Okay. That's good. Um, where do I want to start? Probably at the beginning. We literally just watched Tetris uh, streaming on Apple TV Plus, but we did it in a special way. Matt, you just got a projector, yeah, which I thought was a very fun way to, to watch something. Uh, I, I don't remember the last time that I watched something at home on a projector. And I know you at home. I don't know. I think this because I've I, I, had a small projector before, yeah. but like a shitty one. This is a good one that yeah. we don't need to talk about how I got, but <laughs> but you, it's in your possession now, and that's that's okay. That's what nine tenths of the law, right? Uh, sure. This isn't a commie. We aren't commies. Exactly. We don't share everything. Well, we try and share things. Um, well. Opinions, values. That's about it. That's about where it ends. <laughs> that's where it ends. <laughs> values, opinions. You need to hear my opinion. Mm-hmm. 
and you need to have my values. And <laughs> we share nothing else. Move on. And next. Uh, so what, what did you think of, uh, of your projector? Oh, the projector. <laughs> uh, I mean, the projector's fine. It's not a, it works. it's not a really shitty cheap one and it's That's not true. a movie theater quality one somewhere in between. Yeah. I got it for free, so I love it. And it works. That's, that's, that's the most important thing. Exactly. As we learned from Tetris, money definitely makes the world go round. Yes. Ignore uh, your family. Show up at the end <laughs> after the deal's finally done. Mm-hmm. Once you're done with your shit. And then it's like, okay, and I'm not, I didn't learn anything, but hey, it worked out. I can show remorse and then See, pay bitch, you. I told you. Just chill out. Then I'm going to make some stupid rehearsal thing because mm-hmm. that's what the whole thing was about. Was totally about that. He just didn't want to hear the daughter has yeah. to. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't about wasn't about uh, being there for your family. It was about I could have done without the whole family thing yeah. personally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the uh, but the chase at the end absolutely should have been should have been included. The the fact that they had Russians chasing down. I would have been. I see Japanese I mean, Americans in the context of the movie. I was. I would have been okay with it. I like the back half more than anything else once we got to like the negotiation was yeah interesting and that the politics and stuff of was, that side of it i thought was kind of interesting i enjoyed but i need the family stuff i didn't need the early film stuff personally like it was it was cool to kind of see some of the backstory but i agree uh the the interrogations and the um actual actual inter- not interviews the actual back and forth was was an interesting way to to see how humor can prevail in in such a dry space, so the way that they did the um, the deals, cutting back and forth, getting one or two lines out each, and then running back to the other room and trying to trying to one up each other and play play off each other, I thought was humorous. Um, I'm glad they didn't rely on that. Like they relied on the eight bit graphics to transition to almost every scene. That well, I see. To irritate me about third of the way in i like they were at least consistent That's, i would have been annoyed if they did it for a little bit yeah, and then, then peaced out or like <laughs> didn't do it at the beginning yeah. i liked more the when the 8-bit um fell away into the uh real shot earlier in the film i felt like they were just well like the apartment they only did the 8-bit uh wide yeah. shot of the apartment you yeah. never saw the apartment and then and it would jump inside which i didn't like but um at least they were consistent True. I was okay with that. True, at least with the locations. And I noticed that the Russian uh, gaming b- uh, business building always got introduced with the 8-bit and then faded away into the real. So, yeah, they were consistent with not just using it throughout, but then they were consistent with each uh, exterior yeah, every I'm, time they used it. Yeah, I'm not it. sure why the apartment, they didn't um, get a exterior. I think they just forgot, but then they couldn't they just go back and just pick any apartment complex anywhere you would think so so that's got to be a stylistic choice an artistic choice then uh something that they just were like oh shit we don't have this so we're not gonna get it i i feel like that at that point it was a choice i don't know what it added but yeah i don't think it added anything he's more, more, more he's more tetrisy yes. than the russians yes obviously and obviously that, more tetrisy than the, the one who created it falling off was Tetris is was the fall of Soviet Union where they kept talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This was definitely uh, an interesting period piece to kind of wedge into uh, video game history. But, you know, I, I, now I, I'm not sure what's true and what isn't true, what was fabricated and not. 
I don't know how how much. Uh, I'm willing to bet the creator did not drive the getaway car with the two uh, very high end um, Nintendo executives, and yeah, then probably not the, and the guy. The whole the thing that everyone it's based around rushing out of chased out of Russia yeah. into the airport. I bet you that didn't happen. That seems very. Uh, I I bet you the only true part of this is that they booked the wrong flight and didn't go right back to Tokyo. And that was that was the you know what this sounds like uh, we should make a movie about this and they fabricated everything else around it. I like that's what this all was the the <laughs> big chase was is like he picked the wrong plane. Yeah, uh, I thought that, yeah that was that was an amusing way uh, as well to kind of get away from the officials because of course you know they're going to stop whatever plane they can uh speaking of flights there was a shit ton of international flights like you mentioned and it didn't really seem like that much time had jumped every time that uh, someone needed to get somewhere felt oh, yes, very convenient just by travel alone i feel like them traveling back and forth had to be two weeks of travel alone right something like that at least from because yeah. it's probably seattle to russia's got to be well, I don't think there are any directs. Well, there might be, I Maybe. guess. Maybe. I don't know about the, in the 80s. That, that that the hub of uh, Soviet Union, mm-hmm. all the airlines were definitely flying into Russia. Obviously. Of course. <laughs> right around the fall of the Soviet Union. Yes, exactly. Direct from the United States. Um, what did you think of uh, of the movie overall? I don't know. It was okay. It was average. There's nothing spectacular. I don't necessarily think it was like poorly done. And parts of it um, kept my attention, but overall, I did not love it. Yeah, I didn't love it either. Um, like you said, I think that the family dynamic kind of was just an ancillary story that they put in there for, hey, what do we what do we need to up the stakes with? Well, he had a family, right? Yeah, we could just have them, you know, be threatened. Yeah, that sounds convenient. That yeah. sounds... Well, see, I like the threat, and I was fine with the threat, but then when it turned into, like, oh, it's so horrible because he didn't get back for her recital mm-hmm. and stuff, I'm mm-hmm. like, frankly, we should be happy I'm not in a Russian jail, okay? Yeah. <laughs> that was the whole thing during the... When the first time he was in Russia, I'm like, well, I don't understand why they don't just throw him in jail if they don't want him to... Right, exactly. Like, like you can clearly he's just doing a bunch of illegal stuff. Yeah, and you're already not okay with him doing the illegal you stuff. You want to stop him from doing stuff. You arrest him. Right? I thought that was weird. Yeah, so there was a lot of inconsist- inconsistencies, and I'm wondering, again, what was fabricated, because if it was all like that, you know, to begin with, and they're like, you know, the, the Russian officials are like, you shouldn't be doing this, but we're going to keep letting you, then that's, you know, just dumb history. But if that was an artistic choice, then it just, it was, it didn't make a lot of sense. Um I also didn't like how the spouse, the disappointed spouse syndrome, uh, cropped up out of pretty much nowhere. Because she was on board with it, even after he was like, yeah, by the way, I may, have, may or may not have bet our house on on this deal going through. And she's like, yeah, okay, that's fine, I guess. You know, we'll live with it. We'll figure it out. And then I mean, that's not he the vi- gets to That's Russia. not the vibe I got. But really? <laughs> no, I got the vibe I got was, I mean, there's nothing I can do right now. So I guess I'm on board. Cause- okay. But it's still vastly different than uh, openly being like, you know what? Uh, You need to not be doing this. And I and after she got threatened. But that's it. We had nothing of the family or of of her caring or not caring until they got threatened. It just felt like we went went immediately from. Sorry, I thought you were questioning her path of like 
makes no sense why she was no just saying it, that. that they were included at all That's right exactly saying. if you if you're going to include them i feel like you need to include more than that because we went pretty much from yeah i'm behind you i may not agree with everything but all right i'll support you and 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 your choice uh to come home now and your family hates you yeah my, my assumption is they were like oh we got to ground him in some reality back in yeah tokyo i keep yeah. wanting to say u.s right yeah because he also didn't speak japanese at all until the end right or he, did he bits and pieces okay. in the beginning very bit very few but it also made no sense when he's talking to uh the head of nintendo why is yes, he speaking in that's right in english when no. he knows J- japanese he did I, mess it up but yeah. still like maybe i guess my assumption is the he just wasn't confident enough in it until so when he was like you know yeah because he messed up. Right. So who cares if he messes up to them, I guess? I guess. I guess. You know, or or is it that formality thing is... Oh, uh, maybe. That's that, because that is a thing. Um, it is a thing. It right? is a thing. I know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, there It was. It, it just felt inconsistent overall. Um, I enjoyed the humor. I enjoyed the, the chase aspect and the uh, historical aspect of both surrounding the Soviet Union and also kind of the inception of, of Tetris. But the whole second act, the whole middle part kind of is where it lost me. I was really digging, uh, learning about about the game and about the Game Boy and all the revolutionary stuff. Like, oh, my God, Mm. you know, 8-bit graphics is amazing in your hand. This is revolutionary. We have nothing like this, knowing now, right, where graphics and technology is. So that was fun just to kind of juxtapose that. And then the very end when it was actually like, you know, stakes were raised and yeah, no, we're messing with people's lives and, and kids are getting threatened and all of that. That was great. But the whole second act for me just was a snooze fest in terms of just jumping everywhere. Interesting. Yeah. I would, I liked the second, uh, act two versus one. I didn't care about the, the, you know, the game boy and stuff like that. That didn't we I wasn't like, Oh, that's so exciting. But I enjoyed yeah. them, him in Russia going back and forth. And then, uh, the, I guess I'm into contract disputes because <laughs> that's basically what the middle part was. Oh man, I can we can uh, we discussing can into... <laughs> and figuring out who technically has the this right versus yeah. this right. Yeah, and I I can't imagine having him sign a redone contract that you sneak a part into has got to be technically legal. Uh, I don't if think it's so. Written and signed? Maybe? Yeah, but you can't trick people into stuff. True. To an extent, True. you can't trick people into it. You can't, like... You right, know. right. But you also can't do business when there isn't anything to stand on to begin with, which I think is where he was basing that. Uh, what you do know, you mean? When, if I'm remembering correctly, or if I'm, I'm thinking about this correctly, is is uh, Mirosoft didn't have the right to begin with to start licensing this, so... No, they did, it, because he didn't define what a computer was. Right. So technically... They could do what they were doing, right? So that's why he had them resign the con, the new, the contract, new contract, defining what a computer is. And then once that happened, then he had no longer the right to uh, sell it, which then negates Mirosoft, who bought it from him. Okay, they were okay. they didn't realize okay. what they did mm-hmm. until it got pointed out, mm-hmm. and then they tricked him into fixing that. And then that's why they he did the whole thing, and then mm-hmm. went. We'll be back tomorrow. Then he signed it, and we're like, "All right, sweet. Now here's the negotiation because now I have the rights again. Right, what I want, and yeah, and that's I think why um, litigation takes so long, and why you have a team of lawyers with you when you're doing these kind of deals. So 
Uh, I'm not sure how accurate they that might not have been, may have been, but... Uh, I cannot give legal counsel. Nobody can <laughs> technically rely on anything I say. That's also very true. Um, I like the music. Yeah, the music was good. I like that they incorporated the actual um, game music and like the origins of Moscow music, basically, of Russian music, and that's where that all came from. So I could cool. not... If, before you told me... In the uh, the lost episode, mm-hmm. that's uh, <laughs> that was the greatest episode we've ever recorded ever. in our life. Ever. Doesn't exist. No one's gonna hear us because Brandon forgot to hit record. You totally yes, I'm um, the one in charge of that. Yeah, uh, it. I did not know what the theme song was or whatever. Really? Maybe I'm just not a big Tetris fan. I because it, the whole time it, also I'm like, guys, it's Tetris. We need to chill <laughs> the fuck out. Like people risking lives yeah. and families. I'm like, guys, it's Tetris. Yeah, chill out. No. It changed, revolutionized. I understand that, and it is huge. But I don't know that it revolutionized it that much. But if it didn't come out, <laughs> another game would have done something that. Else, right, exactly. Something else would have been... Uh, Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> whatever. That was originally going to. Exactly. That would have just been sl- uh, slid right back in. But but thank God those uh, those Russians, are the, the creators, living in a basement somewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank God. <laughs> right? Um, I feel like I knew all of the uh, actors... But I couldn't tell you anybody who is in it. Like I, I recognized See, oh, the faces, and I wanted to, several I times like, to go. Who is that? I feel like everybody looked familiar to me, but weren't the people that I think they look like. Yeah, except Toby Jones. Toby Jones. Toby Jones. <laughs> Which was he was barely in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was definitely in it at the beginning, and that that second act that you well, no, he was involved in the second act. Yeah, a little bit. Well, he Comedically, was one of the, he was one of the third people in the oh he was yes yeah see i forgot that i forgot that happened okay so i think personally mm-hmm. so alexi click on him he uh-huh. to me looks like the guy from ex machina um the redhead donald uh, gleason yes i thought alexi looked like donald gleason okay so much i, and can I knew see it that. wasn't i can see that yeah uh, I, I definitely thought that our uh, main actor uh taron egerton reminded me of Seth MacFarlane. See, I don't see. He's big enough for me that I I only picture him because I know who he is and he's like a famous a- actor and stuff. So him, uh, unfortunately I disagree with that. He's the, Oh, he, he was Elton. Gotcha. Yes, he gotcha. was Elton. I knew was, I had seen him in something big, but I couldn't. You've seen uh, him in, I think you've seen him in many things. Uh, I guess you didn't. Did you see, you know, Kingsman. Uh, no, I didn't. I still haven't seen that one yet. Okay, yeah, he's King. He's, Eddie the Eagle. He was yes. in that one. <laughs> yeah. Did not. I heard good things about that. And oh, that's why Apple promoted it right after he's in Blackbird. Yep. Oh, okay, well, I cool. assume he has a contract with Apple. Like, yeah, I, that would make sense. That would make sense. Okay, so yeah, when we do our Kingsman episodes in the future, yeah, I'm gonna be like, oh, he reminds me of the guy who was in Tetris, Richard. Madden. Oh yeah. The 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 son looked like such a yep. skinny wimpy version of him. Yep. Yep. He kind of sounded like him too cuz they're both from like the proper English. Yeah, and the uh the older Maxwell was absolutely was Was it worth it? Everything you dreamed of? Oh, it's me it showing you. More than I could have hoped for. It took a lot. <laughs> uh Robert Maxwell was was very prim and proper British kind of the posh uh stereotype. Anyway, um, I thought the acting was good overall. I thought Tetris did a did a decent job. 
I don't know. I, I, I worry that this is where we're going with uh, IP, with video game IP, is we're going to make some crazy high-stakes chase uh, movie when it really probably wasn't all that entertaining of a story to get this game made. Okay, let's Story's do up. last summary's grade it, since this is such a short episode, yeah. and then because we have some games to play. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah, in summary, it was it was enjoyable enough. I'm glad that uh, you can catch it in on Apple TV Plus because it's I don't know, not great. I don't think in in general, but I'm glad I didn't pay for it. Um, I liked I uh, I liked large sections of it, and I liked some of it, and I liked that they were unique with their Tetris style. I didn't maybe love it all the way through. Yeah. Um, I would have liked. But but I like their style. I liked when like the car in the chase scene when the car hit stuff and it um jolted to that like eight bit. I thought that was clever yeah, way was, to in, that, introduce it into like the graphics and stuff that wasn't the reoccurring one. Sure, to integrate it into uh, yes. real life. Yeah, yeah. I liked. I mean, you know, it had very small Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy uh, vibes to me. But mm. for people who have seen it, a very tiny, small, 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 small portion of that. Which, if you didn't like the contract stuff, mm-hmm. you should not watch Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. And I changed my mind because <laughs> I recommended it to you before. Yes, but you if did. you did, if the the contract stuff was boring and uninteresting, I don't think Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy well, I think is that, your vibe. Just I think for that everybody. they took it. That's good. That's good. I think that they took that um, very dull process and made it entertaining. I, I'm I'm as entertaining I as agree. it can be. No, I agree. I you know I liked it. Um, but it's, I mean, obviously it's not going to be very high for me. It's like down in the bones and all, or yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit below that. Cause I think weird was slightly better. I kind of knew what it was mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to go 5.75. Yeah, because okay. I mean, I was in, I was entertained, uh, you know, for the most part the whole time. Yeah, and, and obviously rewatchability. No, okay, I'm not gonna go. Want to pay for it to be in the movies? Was it That's in the right. movies? I assume when they were uh, showing. Yeah, I think it had at a, one point a two week run, week or two run, and then and then when I saw, oh no, it's gonna be streaming on Apple. I went, all right, I can, uh, I can wait on this. Which shame, shame, because theaters are clearly dying left and right because of these limited releases. Um, overall, yeah, it was, it was okay. It wasn't super enthralling. Uh, like I said, I was, I, I would have more enjoyed it if it was less about what it took to get the contract signed and more about what it took to create the game. That was, that was where it had me. Um, but overall it was, it was decent. So I'm, I'm in the fives. Mm-hmm. I could can, probably, you can hate it. It's okay. I don't hate it. It just <laughs> wasn't great. It just was. It was okay. Um, it had moments. the The humor was good at times. Um, graphics were an interesting choice when they went and where they used it. I feel like they could have used them in a, in a better direction. So I'm going probably around going around probably five and five point five. So oh, a little bit more than Black Adam. Around five point five. Yeah, oh, I think I'm gonna go five point five. Point, 5. Okay. About about Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever, where it just wasn't for me, but it wasn't horrible. So, yeah, yeah. You're still lowest to date. Where is it? 
Moonfall. Yep. Not even. And then the next lowest for you is what? Four? Uh, Spiderhead, four? think so, yes. And then Day Shift is at a four and a half. Four Spiderhead. Mm. I also did a 4.75, but I'm like, that seems so low. That seems crazy. Yeah. Because it wasn't that bad. No, I mean, it wasn't that great. Time is just such a good buffer for everything. That's true. You That's know? true. Yeah. Far, to be able to get the farther to... away I get from anything, it's you know, I guess it wasn't that bad. <laughs> and then uh, and then you watch and you go, Oh, that's why I rated it like that. I can't wait for a year from now. I'm like, Tetris should be like an eight, I think. <laughs> I can't get those blocks out of my head. I can't get the the yeah, scenes. The moment, out of my head. I, the moment I played it, I couldn't get the blocks out of my head. Now I will say I have had that uh where I'm falling asleep and blocks start falling, like I can see the pieces. Tetris specific, Tetris. Tetris specifically? Tetris you, specifically, yeah. Interesting. I don't know what it is about that. So are you going to go out and find uh, Tetris gonna, on I'm a handheld? 100% going to try and find my copy of my handheld Tetris. I don't know where the hell I put it. But yeah, it's... Yeah, you would have a copy of it. Goddamn right. Of course I'm good at it. Oh, yeah, that that checks out also. Yeah, of course it does. I don't even know <laughs> if I would be good. I'm not sure. What's, I'm sure I wouldn't be because I'm just not good at video games <laughs> across the board. We'll start you at a real easy, lazy, very slow level. That's We'll, well see how you do. the first level. Is that <laughs> not where everyone starts? Not always. No, you can start at least on, on oh, the... Oh, so you're not a traditional Tetris player. You're not a true traditional when player. I When I first started playing, uh, when I was like seven, sure. Yeah, that's the, sure. that's the original. That's the one that the dude risked his life for. <laughs> oh, so that that's what makes it better, right? Yeah, obviously. Okay. All right, well, now I will always have to start at zero and just push through that boring, Are you boring British level. or something? You start at level zero, not level one? That's, that always what irritated me. ground floor? That always, come on, man. That always irritated me, too, about that one. Right. Yeah, so that's a little uh, small episode for Tetris. Um, this is take three for the outro. Um, figured we'd just pump this out. It's not the greatest movie in the world. We don't have a ton to talk about, but I think everyone deserves to know those who don't have Apple Plus. Mm-hmm. You have nothing to worry about. It's okay. Unfortunately, there are some good shows. Ted Lasso's great. I'm enjoying the big door prize or big prize door. The one with the guy from IT crowd. Yeah. I'm really enjoying that. So, um, you know, there's there's some good, there's some bad. Deal with it. Like, suppress, subscribe, comment. All right.